Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Orchard Park Public Library's In Good Health podcast. With me today, as always, is the one and only Sharon. Hello, Sharon. Hi, Tim. Hi, everyone. Today, Sharon, let's talk about sugar. Because... (laughs) (laughs) Because I've seen a lot of studies coming out about how detrimental you know, sugar can be not only on our diets, right? I think by now everyone knows, you know, about how it affects our diets, but how it affects our bodies. I know it's one and the same, but, you know, if we kind of shift the way we look at it, it's kind of, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty serious. And the more we try and lessen the amount of sugar that's in our body, the better off, especially things like heart health and brain health, which is what we're going to talk about today, Sharon. Uh, the better off we're going to be. So, with that being said, let's play a little bit of devil's advocate for a second, okay, Sharon? Sure. Tiramisu, chocolate mousse, creme brulee, right? Don't they just sound delicious? (laughs) (laughs) But unfortunately, sweets may not be doing wonders to our hearts, okay? Or our brains, like Or you our said. brains, that's right, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, studies are showing more and more each day, and what I'm referencing right now is coming from the Cleveland Clinic, okay? Um, excessive sugar can increase the risk of heart disease, says many dietitians who specialize in preventative cardiology nutrition. Now, here's what to know when it comes to sugar's effects on our hearts and our arteries, and how we can embrace a less sweet diet. Okay, so let's. The first thing that I think most people know when it comes to the negative effects of sugar is the effect it has on the ramifications when it comes to obesity. So, yes, let's just say it out loud. Sugar is delicious. Okay, <laughs> but, but you know what? If yes. You do pay it. Mm-hmm. Of your diet, mm-hmm. you will not crave it like we do because of that addiction piece. To that's it, right. You'll start, you'll start realizing that things that you were offered before, or things that you couldn't pass up before because they really were pleasing, mm-hmm. you don't want them anymore. That's right, and that's yeah. the truth. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, Sharon. When we have something that's as addictive as something like sugar, and we should be taking something when it comes to addiction to sugar seriously, when we are, you know, pulling back on that, yes, there are going to be cravings, but as you said, the less we have in our system, the more, the less we're going to, uh, to crave that, right? Right. They have actually um, compared the addiction of sugar, saying that it's, it's worse than the addiction to cocaine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I haven't I haven't never done that before, but I can I can vouch for sugar that it is very very addictive. Yeah. Yes. Um, but sugar can go a little goes a long way. Okay. So especially when it comes to our health, research shows that people who eat a lot of added sugars are at a greater risk of dying from heart disease compared to people whose diets aren't so sweet. So. When it comes to our heart, sugar may also act on your heart and its arteries directly. And again, 
Research suggests that diets high in sugar can affect your heart in several ways. One of the big ones that we know about is um, LDL or the, the bad cholesterol, right? That's connected to weight gain, connected to diets high in sugar, and can lead to higher levels of the bad cholesterol, LDL, commonly called the bad cholesterol. Causes artery clogging, plaque, and can damage blood vessels and your heart. Then there's the issue with blood pressure. Obesity tied to sugar-laden diets may contribute to high blood pressure, which can increase the risk of heart disease. And one of our favorite topics to talk about, inflammation, right? Right. Sugar can cause inflammation throughout your body, and a sugar-rich diet can lead to chronic inflammation, which can stress your heart and blood vessels and increase the risk of heart disease. That now, inflammation um, thickens and stiffens the lining of the artery wall, right? which right. leads to all those issues mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and problems. Now, not all added sugars are created equal. Oh, not at all. Right. <laughs> Natural sugars found in foods like milk and fruit can be part of a healthy diet, actually. And what you want to watch are for the added sugars. Okay, so added sugars include the white table sugar and things like honey or maple syrup that you stir into your coffee or you drizzle drizzle on your pancakes in the morning. So these added sugars are also common ingredients in processed foods. And you can but find- even that, even mm-hmm. those, you still want to be careful when you're looking at each one. They have different ratios, too, of the glycemic level oh, uh, yeah. index that they're on. So, mm-hmm. you know, table sugar, like you mentioned, that's going to be anywhere from, I can't remember exactly, like 70 to 100 or maybe a little over 100 mm-hmm. in the sugar index where um, honey is half of that. It's 50. Yes. Yes. You yes. know, and then you get mm-hmm. lower down, like xylitol is um, somewhere around 10 or 12. Mm-hmm. So it's less, you know. So if a person wants to start out and trying to eliminate sugar out of their system, but they just don't want to go cold turkey, yeah. you know, try substituting some of those other sugars that are lower on the glycemic level, um, it would be considered a little healthier type of a sh- until they could eliminate it altogether. Yeah, you're very, you're absolutely right. And when we mention things like maple syrup, we're, you know, I'm re- referring to you know the um, it, it's not real maple syrup, right? This the more generic brands of maple syrup that are mostly just sugar anyway. You know, as opposed to something that's come from you know the maple trees. Um, right, because those do have some good minerals. Right, right. And vitamins. Yeah, yeah. Um, but added sugar is also hiding in some of our foods that we might not necessarily, when we're going grocery shopping, think are going to be high in processed or added sugars. So that can be in things that are added like to our hamburger buns or canned soups. So I wonder, Sharon, what do you think when we're doing our grocery shopping and it comes to looking at added sugars, what's a good rule of thumb when it comes to grocery shopping and looking at sugar intake? Uh, you asked the wrong person because I don't use any sugar. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. We're not really big on looking at... I'm to think back to what I used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to check things to see um, like what their grams were or how mm-hmm. much they contained 
or if it was the first item on the list, you know, whether sugar was the first mm-hmm. or, or if they contain usually items that have sugar and it have more than one kind. You know, it might be yes, okay. fruits, which uh-huh. is not even, it's artificial sugar, or it might, you might see honey or you might see cane sugar. You know, there might be several types of sugars, mm-hmm. molasses even, mm-hmm. things in it. So that way oh, you yes. know that, you uh-huh. know, you've got four different types of sweeteners. I was just going to say, yes. So I had, I had a few um, tricks of the trade too that I looked up. Um, but I, you answered most of them anyway. You always do. Um, Sorry. No, it's... <laughs> but um, uh, a big one that I'm not sure if you mentioned it was um, when it comes to sugary drinks. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we're talking about soda pop. We're talking about most um, juices, unfortunately. So you don't... Uh, this, is, this is what I'm getting at here is you don't want to drink your sugar. Uh... So if you are going to the juice bar and you're getting something that's, you know, super, super sweet, chances are it's got lots and lots of sugar. And soda pop, we all, you know, again, know how, I mean, not only because of the sugar, but I'm going to list some things that are kind of under the lingo of sugar that we should watch out for. Those are things like agave nectar, cane juice or cane syrup. Corn syrup, which is a huge one, right? And that can be listed now legally under um, artificial flavor. Yes. So you yeah. also have to be very careful when you see things that are artificial flavor because mm-hmm. it could be just about anything. It could be a sugar. It could be an artificial coloring. It could be anything. Yep, yep. Fructose or dectrose, maltose, sucrose. Um, you know, I... Aspartame. It, <laughs> it's it's things that are hard to pronounce. You're just like, oh god, it can't be good, right? Um, molasses. I know you mentioned even things like, things like rice sugar can just be full of those added sugars, right? Right. So, um, the heart. That's very important. And what I wanted to just really stress is, like you said, the the effects of inflammation that the sugar has on our hearts, on our arteries. It plays into the obesity factor, um, as we know, but even if you don't necessarily, you know, classify yourself as someone who is overweight, it's still going to have these inflammatory effects on our bodies that are in the long run going to be, you know, detrimental to our health. So like we've been saying, trying to lower the intake of the added sugars under these headings that we've just listed um, when you're grocery shopping, these are going to be great ways to um, better our health, right? And one thing, if people are looking for something to combat that um, mm-hmm. inflammation and also are craving something sweet, one of the first things that I went to years ago that really helped me mm-hmm. was um, eating dates. You can oh, have a date. Yes. And mm-hmm. a date, one date has like uh, 60 calories. It's got potassium and copper, manganese. It's got all kinds of great things that even can help. Um, they've had studies that where it can help sh- um, lower your um, LDL. Mm. And, you know, it cra- helps with that sweet craving. And, you know, it, it's better than having, you know, a tablespoon of sugar of something else mixed in. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Dates are a great way. If you're trying to wean yourself off of a lot of sugar, dates are a great substitute into the diet, even just as a little snack, like you're saying, which is... And they're really sweet. They are. Yeah, they're like candy. I don't want to say candy because I know it's a <laughs> it's one of those tempting words. It's a natural candy. Yes. <laughs> now, this is a big one because this is something that... Um, I just feel like 
um, the cognitive sciences when it comes to our overall health is so important, and I think it's, it's something that gets overlooked a lot. Um, but it blows my mind, the research that's being done right now when it comes to the effects that sugar has on our brains. Yes. It's huge. Very huge. Maintaining normal blood sugar levels as we age may protect against more than just diabetes. It may also help prevent age-related memory loss, as new studies are showing. So what this is suggesting is that interventions to improve blood sugar, such as getting regular exercise and eating a healthy diet, may help both the body and the brain as it ages. So we know that exercise improves blood sugar and that it helps prevent age-related memory loss. But a recent study done from the Columbia Institute of Medi- uh, the Columbia Institute Medical Center has shown that the study is we were able to show that the specific area of the brain that is impacted by r- rising blood sugar. So in other words, the more sugar that is in your diet is they can now pinpoint the acceleration in inflammation in the brain and how that is connected to things like brain fog, dementia, and early signs of Alzheimer's. And depression. And depression. I mean, goodness gracious. But these are all things that we have talked about, you know, throughout our podcast episodes about eating healthy, making sure we're exercising. And now I think it's important that we stress the sugar because really, I mean, we could get into things like, you know, alcohol, gluten, uh, things like that. But sugar is a thing that I think if we it's really... It's an everyday common Yeah, exactly. Everyone, exactly. You know, everyone likes a cookie. Everyone right. likes a dessert right. or a donut in the morning with their coffee. I mean, their sugar is everywhere. It's such an accepted part of our diet. That's exactly it. Yeah. So, I mean, again, things like exercise are great for combating things like that. A healthy diet certainly is a great way to com- combat with that. Finding ways to keep your mind stimulated. You know, we've, we've done podcast episodes before when we've talked about ways to prevent these early signs of Alzheimer's and brain fog. Um, but here's another one, right? Just trying to cut down on the sugar. And that certainly has been something that I've tried to incorporate um, into my daily routine is to just be mindful of not only how the sugar impacts, you know, my cardiovascular system, but also how it impacts my brain, you know, my memory function. Uh, these are big things. And I'm not someone who necessarily has a lot of sugar in my diet, but I can certainly find places where I can cut back on, on sugar intake. So again, just trying to be mindful of those, you know, different variations of these added processed sugars that we have um, when we are doing things like grocery shopping or eating out. I mean, it is, like you said, Sharon, it's something that is everywhere, sugar. So just trying to keep that in the back of our heads, like all the other things we try to do when we're trying to live healthy lives. And try Um, to substitute things. Don't always take, you know, like the biggest mistake people make, including myself, I've done it in the past, where Mm -hmm. you take something away, say, I'm just not going to have that anymore. Mm. You you always want to substitute something because you're going to have those cravings. So like like I mentioned, the date. Or you might want to look at a bowl of organic strawberries as a dessert. Yes. Or Uh a piece of fruit, you Mm -hmm. know. 
a piece of fruit can be very um, tasty and very sweet, and it can be looked at as a dessert from now on instead of just a, a snack in the middle of the day. Right? Yeah. So um, that's all we are going to say about sugar today, guys. So thank you so much for listening in. Sharon, as always, can't do it without you, and we can't do it without you guys. So thank you guys so much. Enjoy the uh, Lawn Memorial Day weekend, wherever you may be uh, celebrating, and we will uh, see you guys next week on another episode of the In Good Health Podcast. Everybody take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.